Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. The Good Shepherd is risen. The Gospel text today is especially beautiful. The Gospel text today is also all-encompassing. Jesus said, I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He who is a hired hand and not a shepherd, who does not own his sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. He flees because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. This is a beautiful parable, and this conveys a beautiful reality. Jesus distinguishes himself from a hired hand. A hired hand has no concern for the sheep. A hired hand is careless about others. A hired hand couldn't care less. And the wolf approaches the sheep. The hired hand stands in between the wolf and the sheep. What do you expect from a hired hand? The hired hand's first thought is to save himself. Run like the wind. The hired hand wants to get as far away as possible. The sheep remain alone with the wolf. Some sheep are devoured by the wolf. The rest of the sheep are scattered. They're either trying to chase down the hired hand or running away on their own. Jesus is simply telling you, I am not a hired hand. I do not think about saving myself. I never run away. I will never forsake you. Jesus is telling you, I am the good shepherd. I lay my life down for the sheep. My friends, we are to know this. We are the sheep. Not only that, we are lost sheep. By the very nature we were born with, all of mankind are lost sheep. All of us. Since the fall of Adam and Eve, since their fall from the holy flock, not a single soul is born into the flock of the Good Shepherd. Not a single one. By our nature, we are deaf to his voice. By our nature, we are oblivious to his words. By our very own nature as sheep, we do not follow the Good Shepherd. 
By our nature, we seek a hired hand with an artificially sweetened voice. And if we're not seeking hired hands, we scatter. We run away from the Good Shepherd. By our very own nature, we seek our own paths. We have tons of time on our hands lately. You have a lot of time on your hands. How are you running away to escape reality? Death is very real right now. We're reminded of death. We are reminded of the wolf every day on the news. Not just death of people, death of our jobs, death of our finances, but the opposite of death is life. We are reminded of life given to us here and in the next life, in the voice of the Good Shepherd, the very Word of God. But we, we in our nature, run away from it all. You haven't had to come to church in over a month. All of our services are on video, on radio right now. No one will know if you're not listening. No one knows if you're paying attention. Our Good Shepherd has told us the definition of Christian integrity. Hold his word sacred and gladly hear and learn it. Even, even my friends, when no one else is looking. By our nature, as sheep, we scatter. We scatter from the Good Shepherd. Hired hands and distractions, distractions from the Word of God, will only leave us stranded. Stranded, alone, the wolf prowls. The wolf knows your nature. The wolf attacks you. The wolf devours you. The wolf scatters you. You cannot fight the wolf. The wolf wins. But our shepherd, the good shepherd, the son of God, the son of man, steps in. The good shepherd comes to always remain steadfast, standing in between you and the wolf. To do what a hired hand cannot. To do what you cannot. You cannot fight the wolf. Thanks be to God. The good shepherd comes to this world to fight the wolf for you.
and he wins. To do this, and this is the most amazing part, the good shepherd takes the form of a lost sheep. Jesus takes on your form. The good shepherd became one of you to be tempted like you by the wolf. Yet, as Peter tells us, he committed no sin. Neither was deceit found in his mouth. Your shepherd, the good shepherd, puts his own life at stake to stand in between you and the wolf and give his life. How that wolf must have been licking his chops as your good shepherd is dying on the cross. The wolf thought, now, now all the sheep in the world are his to devour, to scatter. But things, things didn't turn out how the wolf wanted. The good shepherd died and descended into the wolf's den. Our good shepherd let the wolf know personally that he had defeated him in death. Your shepherd's death turned out to be your life. The death of Christ on the cross turned out to be life for you. By his wounds, you have been healed. By your shepherd's blood, you are forgiven. The good shepherd has redeemed all of his lost sheep from sin, death, and the power of the wolf. You, being misguided, a runaway, a lost sheep, have been rescued by the holy blood of your shepherd, Jesus Christ. Christ, the good shepherd, purchased you. Christ, the good shepherd, now owns his sheep again. This is the only shepherd that cares about you. This is the only shepherd that cares for you. And the shepherd is perfectly good. Being perfectly good, he also provides for you. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay my life down for the sheep. This requires some further understanding. In these days, shepherds would bring their flocks all to one meeting place at night, one common place. There was a practical safety in numbers. And then in the morning, in the morning as each shepherd was about to go their own way, how would each shepherd know which sheep are his? He simply calls them 
and they know his voice, and they follow him. But the good shepherd's knowing of you goes deeper than that. Jesus says, I know my sheep. He does not merely mean which sheep are his. The good shepherd pays attention to the special needs of every single individual sheep. The good shepherd knows each of his sheep. He knows each of you intimately. There are no secrets. The good shepherd knows the very nature you were born with. Jesus knows your needs and provides them. Jesus knows your dangers and protects you from the wolf. Jesus knows your sickness, body and soul, and heals it. Jesus knows all of your faults and leads you in the paths of righteousness. How? How, though, does he do all of these things? The good shepherd leads all of his sheep by his voice. The good shepherd, with his voice, restores you to the fold. Jesus Christ, with his word, brings you into his church to feed you with good pasture. His church is his flock. Jesus said, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. You were not born of this fold. You were born as a lost sheep. It is in your very nature to scatter, to run away. But you know his voice. The good shepherd calls you by the sweet voice of the gospel. His voice reaches the furthest away sheep. His voice reaches those sheep that are on paths of sin and bad pasture. The good shepherd's voice through St. Peter, for you were all straying like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. You hear the good shepherd's sweet voice. He brings you back in, for you have strayed. Yet, he does not scold you. He will not punish you. Instead, the good shepherd binds up your injuries. The good shepherd continues to speak his sweet voice to you, to wash you. The good shepherd continues to feed you, to strengthen you. And your good shepherd rejoices along with all the company of heaven, all the angels and saints 
as you are restored to the fold. The Good Shepherd rejoices when even one lost sheep, one sinner, comes to repentance and is forgiven. Amen.